Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we talk about how you and your organization can take your next step in your leadership journey. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome to the April edition of the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. This is the Q&A edition. This month, we chose to go on Instagram and get your questions. And so many of you uh, submitted questions on Instagram. And this is my filter. I'm going to go through and answer the short questions because the long questions would um, shut iTunes down. And so I'm going to go through. Literally, we got a lot of questions. I wish I had the time to answer them all. Um, While we're getting ready for that, I do want to let you know If you are on the West Coast um, and you would love to come to a one-day leadership intensive, um, you can go to IWantMyChurchToGrow.com, click on Events, and you'll see West Coast Leadership Intensive. It's a one-day intensive, 99 bucks in San Jose at South Bay Church. Pastor Andy Wood, who is a rock star for Jesus, um, is hosting it in his church, and we would love to have you there. Um, Once again, that's uh, Tuesday May 23rd in awesome San Jose, California. I say it's awesome. I don't think I've ever been to San Jose. Like, I was born in California, but not in San Jose. I was born in Whittier. Anyway, um, I want to go through and answer some of these questions. There's some great questions here. Um, uh, Here's the first question. What is the best way to build healthy teams? What is the best way to build healthy teams? That's a great question. The answer is make sure everyone on your team is doing what they're called and gifted to do. Make sure that everyone on your team is doing what they're called and gifted to do. Now, at first, this might not be possible, especially if you're um, a smaller church or a church plant, but that should be where you eventually want to get people is, is to make sure they're doing what they're called and gifted to do. Also, If you want to build healthy teams, then you've got to be willing to invite honest, consistent and honest feedback. And that goes for everybody. Nobody is exempt from consistent and honest feedback. That will make make a team um, incredibly healthy. So thank you so much for that question. Here's another one. It's a great question. How can you help or train? How can you help train or develop an ownership mindset in someone? Um, that is a great question. And Ethan, I would say to you, um, that simply takes time. For us to train and develop an ownership mindset, number one, it takes time. Number two, when it comes to delegating things, if you'll begin to delegate not just task but authority and responsibility, they will take ownership over the situation. If we delegate tasks to people and say, go do this and go do this, go do this, they'll become a really great worker bee, but they'll never actually develop ownership because we didn't give them responsibility and authority to actually go and handle the task. Um, Carl asked this question, what are the most effective ways to increase your leadership capacity? Um, Well, the first way is to come to the leadership intensive in San Jose on May 23rd. See, got to work that in there. Um, So one of the most effective ways to increase your leadership capacity is, number one, you got to read great books. 
Um, number two, you got to listen to great podcasts. Number three, you got to meet with um, people who are further along than you in, in certain areas of life. And you got to ask really, really, really great questions. You, because here's the deal. Here's the thing about increasing your leadership capacity. It's never going to just happen. You've got to do whatever it takes to schedule an hour once a week, schedule an appointment with yourself, and during that time period, do whatever it takes to pour into yourself so that you can continue to grow as, as a leader. Um, hey, this is a great question. What is the most effective way to lead from the middle of the company? When you see things that would make the company better, but you need to stay under authority. Unbelievable question that works in a company, that works in a church. And I know what that's like being um, a number two or number three person and not being the person in charge. And the way that I dealt with that, the way I saw positive things go forward, and the way I think we see a lot of positive things go forward, is you approach the person who you report to, your boss, and you tell them you have an idea or you have a thought. And then I have discovered that if you ask more questions rather than make more statements, people are way more likely to listen to you. So take what you're wanting to lead, but put it in the form of questions rather than statements. It really does make people more willing to listen to us. Um, Hey, this is a great question. What are some good starting points if you feel God has called you to plant a church? Um, great, great, great question. Number one, you got to make sure God's calling you to do it. Because if God didn't call you to it, you'll drop out. So you got to make sure. I mean, I'm talking if you only have 50 people coming to your church in five years, you're still going to do it. You got to make sure that God has called you to do it. Number two, you got to have a plan. And when I say I have a, have a plan, I mean a plan as to how you're going to do church, how you feel that God has called you to do church. You can't um, simply say, I'm going to be just like uh, North Point or just like Elevation or just like Passion City Church. God has not called us to imitation. He's called us to revelation. And so you've got to figure out what God has called you to do and then plan it accordingly. And number three, you've got to understand that you're not going to make everyone happy with this church plant. There are going to be people that love you, and there's going to be people that hate you, and you've just got to understand that, um, that God has called you to do it. Number four, if God's called you to do it, then understand that his primary call over you is to be his son or daughter. And I remember one of my favorite stories about Jesus is when he was baptized. And he had not done one single ounce of ministry. And as soon as he baptized, God said, this is my son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. So God didn't love Jesus because of the ministry that he performed. God loved Jesus because Jesus was his son. And if you're getting ready to start a church, you got to understand that God isn't going to love you because you build a great church. God loves you right now because you're his child. Don't tie God's love in to the number of people that are showing up to your church each and every week. Um, Here's a great question, simple but hard. What are the best ways to motivate your team? Um, 
I always found that a baseball bat worked really awesome. I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Um, different people are motivated in different ways. Some people um, you motivate with encouragement. Some people you motivate uh, with a gift. Some people you motivate by challenging them. One of the best things that a leader can do is become a student of the people that he or she leads, figure out what motivates them, and do it a whole, whole, whole bunch. Um, Here's another one. Where do you start if you feel God has called you to plant a church? Um, Man, where do you start? Well, first of all, I I would write the vision down on paper, and then I would write it down again, then I would write it down a third time, and then you've got to build a core team. And when I say you got to build a core team, you got to build a team of people that not only believe in the vision, that believe, but believe in you. This is before you come up with a logo or a brand or a website or a banner or, or whatever. You've got to have a solid vision of this is what God has called us to do. This is why God has called us to do it. Um, here's another one that says, your leadership podcast will not download to iTunes. Please fix your feed. It hasn't worked since the reboot. That's not a question, and that's not what I asked for. But I wanted to say thank you for leaving that on this Instagram feed. But because of your feedback, we are aggressively working to fix this problem, and hopefully we'll have it fixed. And so sorry about that. Um, we're going to try to do better. Um, here's the last one. How do you deal with confrontation? Um, punching people in the throat was always the most effective form of dealing with confrontation. Um, when confrontation happens, by the way, the punching people in the throat was a joke. When you're dealing with confrontation, one of the things that we're typically tempted to do is to try to, um, if, especially if you're a leader and you don't do very good with confrontation, then we try to solve the problem immediately. But as a leader, one of the best things to do when it comes when people are confronting each other is as long as it's biblical and as long as the confrontation doesn't become personal, like as long as they're not talking about like each other's parents not being married and their mother being of a, you know, that, that is always, always, always out of bounds. But so when it comes to me personally dealing with confrontation, I pray for the person. I pray for myself that I would not be arrogant in the confrontation. And then I go in and at, I just spell out, hey, this is the way I'm perceiving this. Um, if I'm wrong, please forgive me. But if I'm right, help me work through this. If you'll, pro- if you'll approach a confrontation with humility, it's always going to get you much further down the road. Um, that's all the time we have for, for this edition of the Leadership Edition of the, uh, the, or the Q&A edition of the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. Thank you for all that submitted your questions. We tried to get to as many as possible. We couldn't get to them all. Um, I hope you have a great month and you'll join us next month as I talk about the leadership lessons that I learned on my most recent trip to Israel. It's going to be awesome. God bless. The best is yet to come. Thank you for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We hope you had a blast spending time with us. For more thoughts on leadership, visit Perry's blog at perrynoble.com.